Hello, you're listening to a preview of a premium episode of Blocked and Reported. If you want to hear the whole thing, go to blockedandreported.org, where for just $5 and up, you can become a premium subscriber. Three extra episodes every month, as well as membership in an amazing community. Best deal in media. Check it out. Enjoy the preview in the meantime. Jesse, how you doing? Katie, I'm having a rough time with my stupid goddamn phone. Here, Can I read a quick text exchange between us from earlier? Sure. Uh, okay. You said, okay, want to do it at 11? Question mark, meaning record. I said, sure. Then you said, okay, want to do it at 11? Then you said, okay, want to do it at 11? Then you said, okay, want to do it at 11? Then you said, okay, want It sent me <laughs> two, three, four, five. Everyone who texted me this morning, nobody ever used Google Fi. I was, I thought I was like somehow being cool by not having an iPhone. Do, do iPhones do shit like this? Uh, no, I, I actually did just text you that five times in a row. Yeah, that, that must be it. I, I am this phone for years. I've been wanting to switch. I'm just it locked into an abusive relationship with uh, the Android ecosystem. If someone wants to send me a free top of the line iPhone, I will accept it. But um, yeah, because of that, I am. Uh, I'm so tired. y'all. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I think this really is a message to Apple. If Apple wants to sponsor, do th- does Apple sponsor podcasts? You know, I've never heard an Apple ad. I've heard a lot of mattress ads, never an Apple ad. Speaking of ads, we uh, got ourselves into a little bit of a controversy <laughs> accidentally this week, did we not? <laughs> yeah, so this was completely unintentional. So uh, we played a show from a new series. A lot of you will have seen this in your feed. This is a series called A Braver Way. It is a, a podcast series that is put out by this nonprofit called uh, Better Angels. And we didn't, <laughs> and we did not anticipate that anybody would be mad about this, but People were mad. And they paid us $8 million. Yeah, yeah. No, we did not get paid for this. A lot of people, this sort of bothered me. A lot of people in the comment section on our Substack like assume that we got paid for this. And this bothered me because A, if we were going to get paid, we would disclose it. Yeah. B, we would never do that. We would never like sell a like an hour long spot on our feed for another show or anybody else and see why don't we think about that we should have demanded <laughs> some money for this no this was not this was not a paid advertisement we just have this feed this was a new show um i happened to be neighbors with the guy who produced the show i met up with him he was telling me about it it's really hard to grow a new podcast i like the organization i like the show and so i just offered to put it in our feed and i i thought that our listeners would enjoy it like i wouldn't have done this if i hadn't listened to the show and didn't think that this would some was something that would resonate with our listeners uh, but people were really pissed about this. So lesson learned, um, I will never try to do a good deed again. This is the one time in my <laughs> life when I try to do something for somebody else and it totally <laughs> backfired. So that's it. Thanks, guys. I love, I love that that's the lesson and it's now listener's fault if you failed. Are you going to stop bathing your racist neighbor every day? We've got new racist neighbors to bathe, actually. Wait, wait. What happened to the racist neighbor? I moved. Oh, I'm sorry, Asheville. Okay, yeah. you haven't found you haven't found Asheville racist neighbors. Oh no, we have. We definitely have. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you know, I'm assuming this just based on the fact that my neighbors are white, and I have learned through years of being on Twitter that all white people are racist. So I'm just assuming this. I don't know if they need if they need help bathing yet, but if they do need need it, I will of course volunteer my wife to do the job. I was I was gonna say the obvious next step is to get a super woke 85 year old neighbor. You're like you're sponging his back. He's yeah. like, sex is a spectrum, young lady. <laughs> I don't know if they make woke 85-year-olds. But anyway, this was not an advertisement. This was really just, I thought that people would like it. And I thought like, okay, we'll do these people a favor. They're doing good work. The organization like really 
is trying to find solutions to the things that we talk about and complain about. They're actually proactive. And I think that this show is an example of that. So this was really, this was not duplicitous. This was not an advertisement. We weren't trying to con anybody. We were just trying to, trying to like bring you some content you might like and also do my neighbor a favor. That was it. That was it, guys. Guys, if, if we decide to become ethically compromised, I promise you we'll do it in a much higher stakes and more Seriously. embarrassing way. Seriously. But this was a good lesson. Like we have talked about putting other shows in our feed a bunch and it's just never worked out for whatever reason because we have this audience and i think that people are hungry for content although maybe not this might have been a lesson learned i don't know it just like lots of podcasts do this and it doesn't bother me in the slightest to get extra content in my feed does it bother you jesse i think it would really depend on the context like if i was expecting uh something new from a podcast but i don't know there's probably maybe there's a halfway way to do it where let's say we had just a regular full episode and we're like, now as a bonus, we'd like to um, do a segment from this podcast we really like and you can check out their full episode on their feed, maybe something like that. Well, we'll never be doing it again. (laughs) You guys complained enough. You will not be getting more free content from us uh, or anybody else we recommend. Sorry, it's over. No more good deeds. How long would it take someone to notice if we just started putting episodes of the Joe Rogan experience in our feed? How long would that last? (laughs) We'll just play your episode on the Joe Rogan of the Joe Rogan show over and over. Nobody will notice. And hey, it's long enough so that it'll last forever. It's like five episodes of Bar Pod. Uh, Yeah. So uh, really, really uh, learned a lesson there. Maybe we should have consulted a a podcasting expert while we did this. But hey, we're just amateurs. We need a focus group of like 100 Bar Pod listeners who we're allowed to call whenever we want for advice. And it'll always be at like four or five in the morning. And we'll say it's an emergency. Yeah. And then they're like, what? What's going on? And we'll be like, how would you feel if we put this in our feed? Uh, we should do that. I'm sure the people who are really pissed to get an extra email from us would absolutely love to get a phone call from us at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, speaking of extra emails, remember uh, this little, well, I guess I have to do, I don't want to keep saying this, but there is the bar pod party December 2nd in uh, New York. We'll include a link to the paywalled instructions for signing up. It is a primos only party. Although I did send. What if nobody shows up? Well, given that we have well over 200 RSVPs, I think we're good. They're all fucking with you. None of them are going to show up. None of them are going to. Well, they paid. <laughs> so it's fine. I'll take their <laughs> money and I'll, I'll drink troll. all the booze. <laughs> that would be the best troll ever. I'm going to pay you money and then you could keep my money. I was reading the email invite that you sent out to subscribers or to people who express interest in this party. And you said like, it's like 40 bucks and there's an open bar, a three hour open bar. And at the same, and Janet and I were both at the same time like, damn. And I was like, damn, that is a waste of money. And she was like, damn, that's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, in for New Yorkers, I think it's like a right. crazy good deal. Um, right. How much but, do you drink scuffs uh, there? In New York? Yeah. Like, uh, a, like I mean, how much would a Bud Light be? <laughs> Can you get Bud Light there? Eight, seven, Dylan Mulvaney serves it to you. Jesus. I mean, I, I, or like there's like a, at like a fancy cocktail bar. If you just want the, the worst beer, it'll call be $10. The place, this place is like more of an Irish pub, so it's probably not as bad. But You're calling the Irish cheap. I'm happy with the package we got. I'm calling the Irish cheap. I'm happy with the package we got, and I am uh, looking forward to seeing people there. But uh, the sooner you sign up, the sooner I can get the final the final list. So thank you to everyone who has. It's going to be a good time. Um, okay. Should we do like an actual episode now? I guess we should. It's been uh, 15 minutes. Yes, let's do it. Uh, all right. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the online and uh, quote unquote cancel culture, whatever you want to call it, fallout from the Israel-Gaza stuff. We're not going to comment on the actual substance over there. There's been enough of that. So this is an area where we're genuinely curious to hear from our primos 
about how much of an appetite you have for covering the culture war side of this. Like, as you will see, there's a huge amount going on that seems to be firmly in our wheelhouse. This is free speech, online shaming, absolutely bizarre internet behavior, calls for violence on the part of professors who never see violence in their day-to-day life. It, it's If it was any other subject, I think it's definitely something we would cover. Uh, but I could also see the argument that people want a break from hearing about this particular topic in any form. So we are going to do it this episode, but let us know what you think in the comments or via email, blockedreporterpodcast at gmail.com. If there's a clear preference one way or another, we'll take that into account and we'll just do another episode of... Um, the uh, Better Angels podcast. <laughs> or we'll do more Nazi furries. People like that. Hey, why don't we just do bulldogs? <laughs> that, that that would be an amazing troll if we came in like a little pre-recorded thing before the next episode. We're like, we've heard you loud and clear. No more Israel-Palestine stuff. Here's that same episode of that other podcast. So you have another chance to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. We're going to do a little bit of a world where, war, whirlwind? Whirl, whirlwind. World, world tour. World tour. World war tar. World war okay. tar. World war tard. Um, tour. Uh, we're, it's going to mostly be states made, but let's start elsewhere. Let's start with uh, octopuses, octopi, octopuses. Katie, Greta Thunberg. Thunberg got in some trouble last week. Thunberg. Did you see? Did you see the Greta Thunberg controversy amidst all the other controversy? <laughs> oh my god! I, just when I thought. The internet could not get dumber. This was possibly <laughs> the dumbest thing to come across. Just this week. Just this week. Greta Thunberg tweeted out a post which read, pretty standard, today we are, for, for her lefty community, today we are striking in solidarity with Palestine and Gaza. The world needs to speak up and call for an immediate ceasefire, justice and freedom for Palestinians and all civilians affected. Katie, describe this photo from the post. Okay, we have four young people they all have various signs that say, like, one says Free Palestine, one says this Jew stands with Palestine, one says climate justice now with the Palestinian flag. Lot of, this is like the new thing of intersectionality is, is yeah. activists sort of shoehorning their cause into this fight as well. I saw another sign yesterday from some protests that said, like, reproductive justice, Free Palestine. You can't have reproductive justice. It's yeah. yeah, it's all, it's the, all same the same shit. shit. Maybe, maybe she meant to write uh, climate justice now in the sense of the geopolitical climate. Maybe. And then in the corner, you have have Greta Thunberg. She is um, grinning ear to ear. And by that, I mean, she has a slightly upturned smile. It's it's the Swedish version of a grin. And she has a sign that says stand with Gaza. And then be- behind her is a grumpy stuffed octopus. It's got a frowny face and it's blue and it's just like sitting on her chair. Yeah, it would be cute if it would just like smile. I kind of want to like street harass it, like cheer up a little bit, octopus. Are you talking about about the octopus or Greta? <laughs> Greta, yes, I call it Greta. I'm it. pretty sure her pronouns are not it. <laughs> this is a a little stuffed octopus that would be cute. It has a tiny little frown drawn on. So it turns out this octopus is uh, quite problematic. It's a problematic puss. Um, and that <laughs> that is because the octopus is, to, I guess, to some anti-Semites, a symbol of like Jewish control of the world. I mean, I I guess you need to look at these in two different ways. One is like imagine a world where people were normal and didn't freak out. And then you need to look at the world we're actually in, especially right now. Right. I sort of think it's idiotic that anyone would think Greta Thunberg would be like, let's do a post about Gaza, but also include a very unsubtle subtle reference to how Jews control everything. Right. Um, 
that apparently is how people responded to this, right? Yeah, that's what happened. Why don't you describe the image that sort of went viral as a response to this? Oh, wait, I actually I actually don't know which one went viral. Was it one of the, like the old anti-Semitic cartoons? Yeah, I'll find it and I'll, I'll send a link to you so you can describe this okay. for your segment that you prepared. For my segment that I prepared, yeah. Oh, right. I've seen this. I don't... Was it? I don't know if it was the Nazis or other weirdos, but it's literally a, an octopus with a star of David, like with its tentacles around the Earth. And there's other related imagery that I've seen of, like you know, the Bolshevik plots with their tentacles on everything. It's yeah. So this one, this is an octopus that is also a Jewish man. <laughs> I guess he's supposed to look Jewish. It's a nose. I would thought the nose would be bigger if they're. Trying I would to think do so a, too. Anti-Semitic caricature. He's bald though. He's very. He looks like a maybe like a cute grandpa octopus. Yeah, yeah. He's bald. He does have those beady Jewish eyes. That's a known Jewish thing, right? Classic, classic, classic. Yeah, yeah. And his so it's blue star of David, and and it's wrapped around the earth. You know what it reminds me of? Those Sherwin Williams Jewish people. No, the Sherwin Williams paint paint logo, where it's like the paint is covering the world. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminds me of. Sherwin Williams, very very anti-Semitic. So Greta Thunberg takes this down. She reposts it without the anti-Semitic genocidal octopus. She tweets, It has come to my knowledge, she wrote very, very Swedishly, that the stuffed animal shown in my earlier post can be interpreted as a symbol for anti-Semitism, which I was completely unaware of. But then there's a twist because Greta is also going to educate us. The toy in the picture is a tool often used by autistic people as a way to communicate feelings. Mm. Had you, I, I definitely knew that that was a thing but this idea which seems to be that they included the frowny octopus so that tell me if i have this right the theory seems to be you include the octopus so that autistic people who see this post know that they're supposed to be unhappy about gaza my interpretation of this was that this is how she communicates her feelings so you notice the frowny face in the octopus and because Greta is unable to – it's like she's like one of those women who've had like way too much Botox. She's not able to make facial expressions. I don't know if that's an autistic thing or maybe it's just a Swedish thing. I, so it's my, a proxy octopus, a proxy Exactly. A proxy, the proxypus was there to show the people that Greta was sad. But you might be right. I mean maybe it's for autistic people to interpret that Greta was sad. Greta has like sort of a – Mona Lisa smile in this image. I, I wouldn't say it's happy. It's more like, yeah, she just looks awkward. That's a Swedish frown. That's a Swedish frown, a Mona Lisa smile. <laughs> so yeah, naturally a pylon ensued. The official Israel Twitter account tweeted at Greta. I can't even read this one. At Greta Thunberg, Hamas doesn't use sustainable materials oh for God. their rockets, which have butchered innocent Israelis. The victims of the Hamas massacre could have been your friends. Speak up. What I find upsetting about this is Jews are funny. Right. If they wanted to roast Greta, just hire some writers. Surely there's writers in Israel right now who want to help out in the world. That's it. That's all you get. If you want to hear the rest, go to blockedreporter.org and sign up to become a premium subscriber. Hope you enjoyed.